Welcome to Hey Dad, Can You Talk? My name's Bailey Garner. I'm a wife, I'm a mom, and I struggle just like everybody else. And when I'm struggling, I call my dad. And I don't know about you, but I could use some encouragement right now. So let's call dad and see what he has to say. Hey, B, how are you? Dad, I'm good. How are you doing? Good, except for I'm losing my headphones. My earbuds. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Oh, it's good How's to see it you and talk to you. You too, baby. You too, baby. How you doing? I'm good. We kind of matched today. I know that the people listening on the audio can't see, but we've got a, a similar color scheme working. Yes, we do. Well, I know you're trying to be a fashion. I know you try to keep up with my fashion. It's fine. Yes, I do, baby. If you saw the new pair of Nikes that I was gift- gifted the other day, though, you would be jelly. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Hey, what are those uh, hockey sticks in the background of your video? Do you play hockey? Did you not know that I was playing hockey? No, that is the hockey stick from the year the Dallas Stars won the Stanley Cup and every player signed it and a friend wow. gave it to me as a gift. Who, a friend who was a minority owner in the team got for me well aren't you just special okay well that's cool all right just had to ask because i didn't know why you had those up there because i've never seen you with the hockey stick in your life so there's lots of things about me you don't know girl (laughs) that's true what's going on with you and mom well uh we are in the middle of our you know as you know last few weeks as lead pastors uh moving out of that role. And so we're basically crying every day. We took eight ladies yesterday who have been on my team for at least 15 years. And we took them out to lunch and had a big cry fest. And then last night there was a group text about lunch that, you know, the post game after glow. And then there was another cry fest. So I need some Gatorade today is what I need. I was going to say, why didn't I think of that? I should have Amazon primed you some Gatorade and some tissue boxes. If I was a good daughter, I would have done that. If you're a good daughter, you'd have me a gutter up there on my house in this city. Yeah, okay. Promise the last don't. week you would do. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna surprise you one of these days. <laughs> how, is, how are my kiddos? They're good. They're good. Gideon just finished basketball and um is about to start some soccer. So um it's we're transitioning to different seasons and Micah, who's our, as if people don't know, he's our four-year-old. He's wanting to play soccer um, again. And if you don't know, last semester <laughs> was his first semester to try to play. And he literally wouldn't even go on the field, um, would stand on the sideline, as you know, and refuse. And we quit mid-season, which was terrible for me because I was afraid I was allowing him to be a quitter. That's a whole nother subject. But now he's begging me to play again. And I'm like, how do I know you're actually going to play? So we're kind of debating if we're going to put him in soccer or not. So, Well, you were such a soccer star. I, I know this <laughs> runs down in your family. All oh, these people don't know it, but the first game you had, you're about 32 seconds into the game and you're screaming, dad, I can't breathe. I'm like, Bailey, it's, it's going to be okay. It's, it's called running. It's cardiovascular. You're going to be okay. Trust me. It's going to be just fine. Okay, in my defense, it was really cold. We were in Oklahoma, I'm pretty sure. And I was <sighs> sucking wind. And you know what? It makes your throat feel like it's burning. I remember that to this day. Hey, so. whatever, whatever <laughs> you can remember that makes you feel better, I'm down. 
Oh gosh. Okay. Well, speaking of sports, it's kind of um what I want to talk to you about today because we had a little situation um that brought up some lots of things with me and I've been wanting to get your opinion on it and um hopefully other people whether they have kids or not have dealt with this too. So they would I'm sure they would love your insight um on the situation. So are you ready to give me your wise wisdom? Yes, ma'am. I'll give you whatever I got. <laughs> well, <clears throat> we had a situation with basketball with Gideon um, where a another parent didn't really love Gideon's aggressiveness on the court. We're not going to go into all those details, but basically approached me and um, we had to talk about some things with her. And then we had to talk with Gideon about apologizing, even if he didn't necessarily do something. And, um, after we left, um, the whole rest of the day, I feel like I just stewed on the feelings of like, did, is my kid a bad kid? Like he's a little bit aggressive. Is that make him, you know, what am I doing wrong as a parent? Um, and then I was, went through feelings of being really mad at this lady for, <laughs> you know, like feeling like she was speaking poorly of my son. And the whole day I was like, Bailey, just let it go. Um, and I felt this like weightiness on me. And this has happened in other situations in the past where like, maybe my kid doesn't, um, our kids, sorry, Grant gets on to me for saying my kid, our kids don't perform or act the way that I think they should act in a situation. And then it, I feel like it's a reflection of me and it's really hard for me to handle because I can't obviously control as much as I try everything that they are doing. And I know that's just going to get harder as they get older. I can only imagine, I guess. So I know we'll have people listening that maybe don't have little kids, but they have older kids or they have, they know kids, or even it's somebody in their family that does something that they feel like reflects them. What would you, what would you say to them on how to kind of, negate that you know I don't know I just I don't know how to handle it in that situation and I feel like I get pretty anxious and I can't like come back down to even playing field if that makes sense yeah I get it 100% I think uh several things you just said a word that I think uh is key and it's like you know I can't control things no matter how hard I try and a lot of times uh, anxiety or being anxious. I'm not talking about disorders or all. I'm just talking about that word just is because we're trying to control something that is outside of our control. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, the need to control, I think uh, God uses our kids more than anything in our lives to help us understand that control is really an illusion. Mm -hmm. And so a part of that is just understanding that you have to constantly release the need to control. Uh, another part of that is, you know, you mentioned Gideon having a hard time saying he's sorry because he didn't do anything wrong. Well, well, at its core, that's that's this sense of justice. In other words, I, I want to be right. And I wonder in my life sometimes when I get, you know, anxious in those kind of situations is it man because i need that i need to be right i need that lady to know that my kid didn't do anything and 
you know, my favorite story in the Bible about that is Joseph, who kept trying to prove that he was right. And when he finally stepped back and decided that he was going to let God be in control, then God did something. It's almost like with your kids, like every time you step in, God steps back, right? Mm -hmm. And when you finally step back, God will step in and do what he's promised to do. But thirdly, I think the biggest thing, and, and then you can kind of, we can talk about it. It's this sense of this battle that moms and dads have to find their identity in the behavior of their kids. We know we've been to Sunday school. We know that the gospel means it's not what you do. It's what Jesus did. It's not performance based and that we're his child because he loves us. Not because, you know, we work to for that reward. Well, but, but sometimes it, then it comes out in other ways. Now it's, you know, for you, I'm, you may need to consider, ask the Lord, man, is this like I'm finding my identity in the performance of my kids? Uh, and if so, just recognizing that is the beginning of that. I think the beginning of finding freedom from that, which, by the way, when you find freedom, you release freedom into the life of your kid. When you have to be in control, you have to be right. You bring that into the life of your kids. So the greatest gift you can give your kids is a healthy you with a healthy identity. Yeah, no, that's good. I I definitely struggle. I mean, I can think about even times when he was a baby and how I... I now, honestly, and I don't know if this is the healthiest thing to do, but I avoid situations where I know maybe, um, I don't know. I feel like there's a balance. Like maybe they're not going to react the way that I think is going to be good in that situation. And I know it's going to stress me out or make me feel anxious. So I just don't go. And I don't know. Do you feel like that's a bad thing. Like, do you feel like I, cause, and this could just be my personality, you know, like if things get hard, sometimes I tend to just like retreat and I'm just not going to go there because I don't want to make myself have to deal with that. Right. Um, so how do you do that? Like, do you, if, if, if you know, there's going to be situations where you can feel that anxiousness because of how someone else is acting in your life, um, what do you, what would you do? Would you just avoid? Would you try to go? Like, I don't know. I honestly don't know the, where to go from here, if that makes sense. Well, I think the question you have to ask yourself is, is am I seeing opportunities for me and my kid, my child to grow? Right. I mean, yeah. Gideon not wanting to tell that little girl he's sorry because he didn't do anything wrong. Well, you know, Gideon, sometimes we we that's this is what Jesus teaches. We apologize for any perceived slight or whatever, and we move on. And so that's a great opportunity. Sometimes it's a good opportunity to go to things that you don't want you want to avoid the confrontation or avoid the inevitable because it helps you grow and it helps your child grow. And sometimes it's not healthy because you're not in a good place. So there's not, I mean, the answer is, is this an opportunity for me, for my child to grow? And, and here's the deal, B, you know, mom and I had you guys 
earlier than most of our friends. Most of our friends had kids much younger than we were. And so when you were driving and I'd tell a story at church or whatever about you or Ross driving, and they would look at me and they would say, I can't imagine my child driving a car. And I said, well, that's because he's nine. Yeah. Right. He's not ready to drive. And you've got to, I think we have to make sure that we, we, we have like clear expectations based upon where our children are in life. I mean, you know, the Bible says train up a child in the way that he should go. Mm-hmm. And you don't expect a six-year-old to, in every situation, to handle it well because he's six. Mm-hmm. And so there's a part of discipline and training. There's a part of this is an opportunity to grow. But there's a piece in you that the sky is not falling because Gideon can't ride the bus for a week because he got into a little tip. That's what six-year-old boys do. So you correct him. You see it as an opportunity. But you don't lose sleep. Like, you don't let the enemy take you to a place where you're going to my bad parent. What should I have done? You look for an opportunity to train. You ask God for wisdom. Who's giving you grace in that moment because your relationship with him is not based on performance. And that peace that is in you comes in the life of your son where he doesn't think the world is falling if he gets in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. Cause I definitely, I definitely can without like, I think you're the first one that pointed that out to me was just because you're, I've struggled with fear of getting in trouble or doing the wrong thing. What people are going to think doesn't mean I need to put that on my kid. And ever since you said that, I'm like, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely do that. Uh, no, I'm and- laughing because when you were like in fourth grade, I had to tell your teacher, hey, seriously, we don't beat her. Because if you made a mistake on a paper, the world had come to the end. And uh, it was like, no, really, we're not spanking her at home because she misses one on her quiz. And, and uh, that need for perfection, instead of looking to God to give you progress in an area, I mean, that will suck your soul dry. Yeah. And yeah, definitely. And I really hope to help Gideon not feel that way um, as he gets older, because I still struggle with that in silly situations. And I just have to be aware um, of it. You know, I don't know. So I I think I get worried that in different, here's me worrying about worry. Um, In situations, I'm not going to know how to handle it. You know, um, like when I do have an opportunity to train that I'm not going to do it the right way and that I'm going to make it worse. And so I guess though, that's where the Holy Spirit comes in to help us because we're not always going to have the answers of how to handle it. So I don't know. Um, well, Another question I kind of wanted to ask you is when you are, cause when that day that that happened to me, I felt I could feel like all of those thoughts were over. That's all I could think about all day. And like, to the point it was affecting even Grant was like, are you okay? I'm like, I just feel this like cloud over me for some reason. And I just kind of felt that like tightness in my chest all day because I just was worried about it. And honestly, my instinct was to like call a friend and vent and, you know, like do some, which I did call you. So, you know, (laughs) but to call a friend and be like, listen to what happened to make myself feel better. And I really felt the Lord be like, no, don't do it. You need to forgive, um, her. And I was like, uh, 
I don't know. I don't know. And I really all day, I, it took so much back and forth between me and God talking about how to forgive somebody that you feel like doesn't like, but I, they didn't, why do I need to, you know, like I didn't do anything wrong if that makes sense. So I don't feel, I don't know. Um, and so that's kind of a two part question is if you're first, if you're feeling all those anxious feelings or you can't get it out of your mind, first tell us what are some things that you do to get your mind out of that cycle? Do you know, it feels like you're just going downward. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think you've, I know you've heard me say this before, but the dumbest thing to say to somebody who's in a cycle is, well, just quit thinking about it. Mm -hmm. Uh, So you have to, you have to think about something else. You have to Mm -hmm. redirect your mind, take every thought captive is what Paul said. And for me, many times that's okay. I, I need to, listen to some music. I need to, you know, I need to read a book. I need to read the Bible. I mean, I need something. I need to, I need to focus my mind somewhere else. And when I'm in those cycles and anxiety, I have to be very aware of how, I mean, it's not a, this take every thought captive. It's not like a one-time event. It's ongoing. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I was talking to a guy just this week about just who's battling some serious panic and anxiety. And among many things I told him one was is, is man, you, you, uh, you have this mind that is so inquisitive, this gifted mind of the, but the problem is you're focused in the wrong place. Now you've got to go to this place. That's why the 40 IMs has been such a big deal, you know, for me, it's a place for me to say these statements about who God says that I am and, and say things that like, and my mind shifts, it shifts to the truth of those things, but it doesn't happen in a second or five minutes. You know, you kind of have to fight for it. Yeah, no, that's good. Something I heard you say on TikTok the other day when I was just scrolling through and there was your Let's face. Let's just stop for a moment and say <laughs> that you just said to your father, something I heard you say on TikTok, baby, I'm hip. I'm just telling you right now, I'm a hipster. You've made it. You've made it. Um, but was when you're having anxious thoughts to do something counter, I think you said counterintuitive or like the opposite. So for example, mm-hmm. when I was having anxious thoughts, I wanted to call somebody and vent and like, just like feed that like feeling I was having. Yep. So what would be the opposite? Like what would you say would be the opposite of doing that? Like reading the 40 AMs or praying, or do you have any other, any other things when you want to, talk more and feed it how do you kind of not feed it do you know what i mean um yeah i journal baby that's a big thing for me i get get it out i get a little notebook i write down what i'm feeling i write down i'm feeling like i don't want to forgive this woman even though i know should i should here's all the ways that i have been forgiven yeah for me I'm such a visual learner anyway. So for me, writing those things, a journal, I think is an incredibly mm-hmm. powerful tool. How I'm wired, but you know, how I am baby. It's like, I do not believe in a cookie cutter mentality. I'm just saying yeah. for me, because I'm such a visual learner that helps me. Yeah. That that's really, that's really good. Can you expand on that specific TikTok I'm talking about when you say to do the opposite of what you want to do, if that makes sense? Yeah, a lot of times when I have been in, when I say a season, I'm talking about three, four, five, six days of anxiety. And I I know that high anxiety, so like at the level of panic, 
yeah. attacks. And I know people who are depressed same way. The, the, the tendency, number one, is to like just lay on the couch and turn on Netflix because you have no energy. And so counterintuitive is you go take a walk. Uh, I believe that the, the biggest uh, way the enemy uses our mental health issues is he, we tend to isolate, right? We, we get by ourselves. So I'm going to get in contact with a friend, right? Sometimes I, uh, where I can, where I'm connecting with you on this parent deal is as a pastor, somebody's always mad at you, man. You always did something wrong. There's always a way you shouldn't have said, I mean, it's just the life, the part of the calling. And so I I, want to connect with somebody and kind of test myself. Can I talk about something other than that? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and I want to I want to let go of the need to be right or to get justified in that situation. Yeah. So when I say counterintuitive, it's usually like what your flesh is wanting to do. We know isolation is bad for you. So we connect with others. We also know, you know, throwing up all over somebody else because it makes you feel better. Although I do obviously think you share. But yeah. in your situation, uh, like I'm going to connect with. Somebody, but I'm not going to give in to that. I'm going to go take a walk, even though I feel like I can, it's hard to get, you know, to the fridge. Yeah. And whatever I'm really, my flesh is screaming out for. It's like, okay, is this healthy? Is this going to help me move forward? Or is this just going to medicate me for a moment? Yeah. No, that's good. Oh, all this stuff I'm going to have to write down and post on my mirror so that I see it every day. <laughs> well, here, I mean, I would say this, and I would say somebody said, I'm sure it wasn't mm-hmm. me, but like if you start depending on something to make you feel better that mm-hmm. doesn't have the ability to give you life, at some point, it'll suck the life out of you. Mm-hmm. And so you have to be really careful that what what you're giving yourself to so that you'll feel better has an ability to bring life to you and not bring death. I think that's really important. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. Can you just ride around in my pocket all day and tell me these things in my head? (laughs) You know that I would, I would love to do that. Let me just say this in closing, because you always ask me, you know, what's one thing I would say. Yeah. That's what I was next. I was going to ask you. I would say that the challenge of parenting, you know, the enemy always takes something good and he thwarts it into something bad. It's good to be a mom. It's good to be a dad. It's those paternal maternal instincts are from God, but the enemy wants to twist it into you finding your identity in your child's performance. Uh, Don't ever, I mean, that's a fruitless endeavor. Uh, God does not find his identity you're, you know, God does not define your identity about what you do or you don't do. So you have got to fight that. You've got to fight the urge to, to find your identity in what your child gets right or gets wrong and find your identity in. I'm a child of the king who was given this gift of this little boy, this little girl. And as hard as it is. I get to partner with God in shaping this child in his image. And I mean, come on, baby, we can do hard things. That's that's the message of Gobi, because God's with us. And it's a hard yeah. thing, man. But look at you. I look at you. I look at Ross and I go, mistakes and all. We could we don't have enough podcast room for all my mistakes. But look at what God's done. Yeah. And uh that makes me really proud of God. 
Yeah. Well, that's a good thing, way to end. I appreciate that word of encouragement. So, and Ross turned out pretty good. Pretty good. Um, um, <laughs> just kidding. Well, thank you for for chatting with us. And I, and, um, I know both of us pray that just this encouragement will touch people that are listening and that um, they will seek the truth out with the Lord first, you know, and, um, and really they will find me on TikTok. Yeah. Find you on TikTok. That's for sure. <laughs> Obi Slough. So, all right. Well, same time next week, we'll chat and I'll get yes. some more wisdom from you. So and maybe right. we'll see if we're matching again. I know. Maybe so. <laughs> all right. Well, as Gideon always says, love you. Love you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. You guys, thank you so much for tuning in again to our new podcast, Hey Dad, Can You Talk? I hope that you walked away just feeling encouraged and gaining just a little bit more wisdom than you had before um, you joined us. And, you know, there were so many nuggets that stuck out to me. Um, One of them being that when dad said God uses our kids, especially to show us that control is really an illusion. Yikes, that's true. (laughs) But not only that, I loved um, this sequence that he encouraged us to do as parents. Um, Look for an opportunity to train your child, then ask God for the wisdom and the grace on doing that and then and to fill you with the peace and then when he fills you with the peace um, ask him that and know that it will come out into the life of your child where the child doesn't think that the world is falling if he gets in trouble I don't know about you but um, I could pray that over myself personally and so I don't know that was a really good reminder for me um, to not find the identity in how my kids are acting or how other people perceive them, but finding my identity in God first and then realizing that I have a really awesome and unique opportunity to partner with God in training up my child. So share this with a friend if you learned something. We would love to encourage other people and check out our show notes too because we have an awesome team that works really hard at linking some really cool and helpful resources that I know you'll want including the 40 I am's that we re- that we um what's the word <laughs> we referenced and not only that check out dad on tiktok like he said we'll link that as well because I know that you when you're scrolling that TikTok, you just sometimes need some encouragement and he will pop up and encourage you greatly. So we're so glad you're here and we can't wait to be with you again next week.